Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OK Ringo. Today we have a very special episode. All right, stop. Come on, dude. I'm right in the middle of the intro. Yeah, no, I know, but we got to address the special episode thing, all right? I feel like pretty much every episode, one of us starts the pot out by telling everyone that it's a very special episode. I mean, we're just both trying to sell it, man. I don't really see the problem with it. I just think it's ridiculous that we start off every episode by saying it's special. They can't all be special. It's misleading at best. But they are special. You're special. I'm special. What are you, Barney the Dinosaur? Barney the what? The Dinosaur. You never watched Barney as a kid? You know, you are special. You're the only one. You're the only one like you. What's uh, well, what's a dinosaur? Wait, what? I mean, it, that wasn't covered in the Bible. Is it like a lizard or something? How do you not know what a dinosaur is, but you know what the Bible is? All right? I mean, forget Barney. Like, dinosaurs, dude. Like, come on, Jurassic Park? We've talked about Jurassic Park on the pod, all right? The Dinosaurs TV show, like... Land Before Time? Come oh, on. yeah, dude. I know Land Before Time. Come on. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Falcor was awesome. Okay, Falcor was the never-ending story, dude. And I don't think he was a dinosaur. I think he was more like a like a magical dog or something. Right. A dinosaur is just a big magical dog, right? Like Clifford or... No, wait. Sorry. Clifford was green. Okay, we're way off topic, and I could literally spend the entire podcast unpacking how that last sentence was completely wrong. Like, I don't think you said a single correct thing. In that whole sentence. But I guess my point is we should just not say that every episode is special, all right? Fine, dude. Let's just do it your way. Can we let's just start the whole thing over? Okay, yeah. All right. Let's do that. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OK Ringo. Today, we've got a very special motherfucking shit fuck. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let, let me try it. Take three. Here we go. We're doing it old school. Hey everyone and welcome back to a new episode of OK Ringo. I'm your host Harrison Garcia and with me as always is my co-host Edward Bell. So are dinosaurs those animals that help Scar in The Lion King? Jesus Christ. So now you're a blackjack master. 
<laughs> I mean, I like that we just are starting right on that. No, before you know, we started recording as we were warming up here, I was telling uh, my good friend Edward here that uh, me and uh, another buddy have been um, messing around with this blackjack app. It's like a blackjack trainer app, and we keep talking about how here... Uh, in you know, probably just a couple days, we're both going to be fully vaxxed, and we're going to go up to Blackhawk and like try our luck. So I, I'm not, I'm hardly a master. I think I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a novice at best, and I'm working on it. But the app is fun. You know, it gives you different hands, and you, you can try different things. Just keeps teaching you different ways you can count to 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing, man. I'm not real good at math, so really, it's just helping me with math more than anything. Right. It's practicing counting out the face cards. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm good with the face cards. I'm bad when it's two numbers because then I actually have to do math right so like i'm getting better at like eight and a seven i know that eight and eight is 16 so eight minus that is 15 it's a lot of that it's mostly just it's mostly just math that's great it's not even strategy it's just (laughs) basic (laughs) addition no it is a hundred percent (laughs) strategy but for me i'm getting just as much strategy as i am just basic addition and subtraction skills what is the strategy though if you get if you're up to this number hit if not yeah yeah i mean basically so it's a lot of like dealer is showing this card and you have these two cards so this is what you should do and statistically if you do that you will win more than not and some of it is like obviously like you know easy if you have 20 stay but like a lot of the other ones are yeah there's like strategy involved you know if the the face card is higher you usually want to hit no matter what you have but there's all kinds of strategy to double and split and all kinds of shit like that but obviously in a casino it's going to be much different Right, because you're, you're counting the cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not actually counting the cards, but you're like actually there, and someone's doing them, and it's not just like an app. You know, you gotta like move at a certain speed. So I think that's gonna be much, much different. And my thing is, like, if we're gonna drive all the way up to Blackhawk, I'm not trying to like, you know, party. Like, you know, no, no alcohol, no weed. Like, I want to actually just like try to actually win some money, and it may not work. It probably won't work. Yeah, we'll, you want to we'll be, you know, taking your degenerate gambling seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. You know, you know me. If I'm gonna be a degenerate, I'm gonna take it very seriously. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. How do you have experience gambling? Not really. <laughs> no, no. I've like hardly ever been in a casino. I mean, I've gone like like a couple of years ago. We went to Blackhawk for like a night, mm-hmm. and it wasn't actually that cool. Blackhawk kind of sucks. Did um, you play blackjack then? I played blackjack for like two seconds on a video machine, and I won twenty dollars, and I immediately cashed out. Um, because I didn't want to like lose any money. You know? Yeah, that's the move. Because that's the thing is like it, it. I think it's easier if you have money. But like I don't have a ton of money. Like I do, you know. Right. Like, yeah, you I, doubled your money in yeah, one game. That's exactly it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I put. I think I put five dollars in and I made twenty. That's a hell of a come up. Yeah, that's me, crazy. You know? Yeah. So like literally, like I'm gonna go up there with like a hundred bucks, and if I lose any more than that, like you know, I. I'm not gonna like be desolate, but I bet know. you'll get to play for 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I, I, it's gonna go one of two ways. I'm either gonna win a thousand dollars on the first hand, or I'm gonna go completely broke in an hour. Yeah, I've never done the gambling in a casino. I think it would be pretty intimidating. That's what I'm saying. Is like I've never really done it with like a real dealer. So yes, I think it will be intimidating for sure. Um, to have a real person sitting there being like, "Well, you're an idiot. You have no idea how this works." Right. How quick are blackjack moves? Because I know even just playing like poker online or whatever it's so fast yeah no it's very fast dude blackjack is designed to be an incredibly fast game you know so that's why like, the, the app is literally like like rapid fire hands and then you just the idea is you should you know do it enough that you don't have to think about it you know which i'm not at that point for sure right you got to work on those addition tables <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i'm saying yeah so then having a real person sitting there like you know yeah like actually dealing who it's like their job to you know make sure i like 
Well, I, I don't know. I guess make sure lose, I suppose. They're not my friend. Right. So is Blackjack like a real ca- are the real casino? They're going to feed you like free alcohol and stuff? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I imagine so. I mean, like, the, like again, like the one time we went to the black car, I remember being shocked at how they were just like, oh, yeah, first couple of drinks, we don't care. Like, literally, they, just, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. they want you to get as drunk as humanly possible. Yeah, because you just give your money away then. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. No, I think casinos are like big scams, but I imagine that Blackhawk is probably going to do pretty well this summer because people are going to want something to do. Absolutely. And, I mean, I guess there's been some sports gambling the last year, but it was reduced, you know, so you got to get rid of that money somehow. Yeah, have you gotten into the sports gambling? I've not. Everyone's a DraftKing, though, now. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I know people that are, like, you know, doing okay on that. Yeah, absolutely. I know people that have taken that free money and, like, made – because they give you the sign-up bonus or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've seen the – I watch TV. You yeah. can't avoid it. Yeah, absolutely. They've, you know, made a couple hundred bucks off of it or whatever. Yeah, so sports gambling, I think, just got legalized last year here in Colorado. And almost overnight, it's been nothing but DraftKings ads and the four or five other ones that are like DraftKings competitors. There's one called First Bets and some other dude's name. I don't know. There, there's a lot out there, man. Right. It's because in two more years, it'll just be constant ads for 1-800-BETS-OFF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. They want to make it as easy as possible for you to lose money to a corporation. That's the deal. Yeah, gambling's funny that you can get addicted to it also while having a bad time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Right. There, yeah, there are people who, like, gamble and like don't even seem to like it right because you don't really you don't get addicted to drugs if you don't like them generally i mean some yeah. people do but usually if you have a bad time you just stop doing it but yeah. people will stop never stop gambling like they yeah. always think they're just about to, to make it you know well, that's that's what that's the, that's the high you're, you're you're not you're not chasing the winning you're chasing the almost winning i think that's the key to it yeah yeah i've never gambled anywhere um i've only done like poker games with friends or whatever yeah yeah, no, I've done the same. Like, I, you know, when I was in high school, I think we've talked about this a little. When I was in high school, I used to play a lot. Like, you and I played a couple times. Yeah. At the house. Um, you know, and that's always a fun time. Yeah, that that's really the only, like, tr- real card sharking I've ever done. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, the speed would be really bad to me. Because, like, when we played poker, it was so slow. Because we are just yeah, fucking dicking around. around. Yeah, you know, talking like, shit and drinking or whatever. Yeah, it was a good... It's, and it's... Most people, that's how they play. You know, it's supposed to be a good time. But there are people who, like... We were definitely out there taking it super seriously. Right. Like, I heard people that play poker online will play multiple games at the same time. Yes. And I can't even imagine that. You have to yes. know just what every move is. Yeah, dude. No, that's the idea. Is like, you, you really do. I mean, you know, the way that, like, a lot of those guys, though, are, like, serious, like, math heads. Like, they're right. really good at math. Like, they could easily be, like, scientists, but instead... They're in their parents' basement playing seven hands of poker at the same time with right. thousands of dollars. Fucking dorks. I know, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they should do something cool like sit here and record a podcast. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> we are in no position to judge anyone for their recreational activities. We talk in front of strangers for applause for fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was just riffing here. I think yeah, <laughs> I think I struck a nerve with you. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm fucking pissed about it. No, no, no. it's um, no. Fuck those guys, though. It is funny <laughs> the idea of getting rich and, and still living in your parents' basement, well, making yeah. thousands of dollars and being like, you know, mom's just good at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't, yeah. I mean, if, if that's what you're into, you know, it's hard to live on your own money or not. I get yeah, it, I get it. That's true. Also, the less time you spend doing laundry, the more time you get to spend doing poker. Yeah, dude, totally. No, I. There are legitimately people that like that is what they do all day, every day, and it's like a legit job. What are the other big gambling? Uh, everyone always talks about 
uh, you know, poker and blackjack. I know people play roulette sometimes, but there's like a million games in a casino, right? There's yeah. way more than that. Like, yeah, I don't know how popular they are though. Like, I know people. Like, I don't know anyone that's done. I knew one guy once who like we got into like betting on horses for a while, <laughs> uh, and that just seems so stupid because you have no control over that. No, no, that's that. That only seems. I didn't know anyone that actually did that. It only seemed like it happened in like mafia movies. Yeah, no, dude, it's like still a real thing. I mean, there are like there there used to be a spot downtown that was like an off track betting like location. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that was I, the like, name off track betting. No, dude, that's like a real thing. It's it, that they're like a chain of like off track betting like spots where you can go and like remotely bet on whatever horse races are happening. Is that unethical now, or is that against like animal rights, or are the horses taken care of? <laughs> I think the horses eat better than we do. Okay. Like I no seriously, like, I'm pretty sure that if you're like a like a racehorse, like whatever on that circuit, I I'm pretty sure those animals live generally good lives other than having to run around a whole bunch i think i don't right. know for sure. absolutely don't at me at that Peter. you heard it here first horse racing is good for the environment <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's good for anybody necessarily it helps our economy our, our economy I, I, is run on horsepower i don't know for sure but i am fairly certain that a horse has a better life than most nfl players after they retire that that's i would agree <laughs> just because how many horse concussions are happening that's what i'm saying that's <laughs> yeah. what i am saying i feel like it's still not zero horse con- 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 concussions no, there's, though there's probably a couple <laughs> horse concussions yeah there. that's uh man yeah that's crazy people so do people race dogs is that one okay still is that a thing that ha- have people ever raced dogs isn't is that, that what thing? greyhounds were made for oh wow i don't know yeah, I'm there based, used to be dog tracks. You're right. I'm basing this off of the one episode of The Simpsons where they get Santa's little helper. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's my research for this. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure that's probably happening somewhere, but I don't think it's, like, televised. Yeah, that's not on ESPN 9. No, <laughs> no, no. It's it's the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of horse racing and dog racing being on ESPN Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like old, old. There's just, like, dudes that are really into, like, watching old dog races. Right, just, like, people watch, like, the old, like, Ollie fights. Or yeah, <laughs> has anyone combined those things? I want to see a horse and a dog race just because uh, not a lot's been going on the last year, and I would watch that. No. I feel like horses are way faster. That's why they measure cars and horsepower. Yeah, not dog power. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. That does make sense. Um, but yeah, I've, I mean, I'm glad the world is like reopening and like I'm like vaxxed because I'm running out of shit to watch, man. I'd watch some dog racing at this point. Just, yeah, just out absolutely. Of curiosity. Yeah, that's going to be the next big thing, man. Yeah. You heard it here, everyone. Invest all of your money in dog tracks right now. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Off Track Betting. Do you have a family that doesn't speak to you anymore? Do you have a crippling addiction to so many things you're not even sure what it is anymore? Off Track Betting is the spot for you to spend all of your time. And it's not like the old days where, you know, horses were getting melted down and turned into glue. No, once uh, we retire these horses at Off Track Betting, we just fix them up with ketamine and send them off into their glory days yeah everyone if you like uh horses that are uh, very very heavily medicated and you want to bet on which one can run the fastest off track betting that is the spot for you
What are your thoughts on gambling in places that are not casinos? You know, when you see like video poker at like a bar. <laughs> um, I think that's fine if you're like bored and you don't want to be on your phone. Like, I think that that's a relic of something that's of an true. older time. And no, it's really true. Like all of those like vid- video betting things were a good idea when you wanted like to like have something for your like alcoholic patrons to do but now you're just gonna look at your phone yeah when i was a little kid and i'd go to the bar with my dad i would he'd let me play that and it's so illegal (laughs) (laughs) he'd actually let you like bet money (laughs) yeah because i think it's you i think you can do it really cheaply like some of the machines are like probably like a buck or two or a game or whatever yeah penny slots or whatever because they want you just to sink money into it all night like it's an arcade game you know Totally. It's a bar. It's not a real casino. Yeah, it's funny how like spots like that, like like there's not a whole lot of places that are like opening with that kind of stuff anymore, unless it's like specifically a nostalgia thing. And I really think that's the reason. I think it's because nobody's bored anymore. We're all just on our phones. Right. So let's open like a old dive bar. Like it's like one up style, but instead of what like with cool classic video games, it's just emulated after those old stinky bars with video <laughs> poker. <laughs> Here's the thing: is you say that as if that wouldn't be wildly successful here in Denver. Oh. Oh, I totally would. We got to get a, a buck hunter in there and one of those, uh, you know, the, the golf game where you yeah, spin the ball. Yeah. yeah then dude. it would be a complete dive bar. Yeah. And then just shuffleboard. <laughs> shuffleboard. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, dude, that would be wildly popular here. And I think specifically if the staff was mean to you, I think that would also be like a big draw for people in Denver. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, it feels like the old squire. You know? Oh, absolutely. The, uh, the bar that I'm talking about that my dad used to take me to was called Three Finger Saloon. And it was called that because you guessed it. The guy had three fingers. (laughs) (laughs) The owner? Yep. And let me guess, the owner was around? Oh, yeah, dude. He's always there. (laughs) 100% of the time. (laughs) Yeah, if the bar was open, he was there. I feel like if you got old Three Finger out here in a hipster bar, he'd make a killing off of some tips. Yeah, dude. Three Kings just closed. So they're, <laughs> they're like ready to go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's fill it in with uh, some culture. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, because that's, you know, let's be honest. That's the kind of culture that we really want. It is It is so funny, like lamenting the closing of places that are like, well, some of these places probably should close. I know. we. Yeah, but, you know, we still want bars with sticky floors. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's still going to exist no matter what you do. Yeah, I hope so. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to like, yeah, going into a bar and smelling the Fabuloso again, or like whatever, <laughs> whatever dirty mop that they've not wrung out for years. You know? All right, like, it's been the same mop head. Like Three Kings <laughs> always had the same mop head since when they opened. Yeah, man, they've been the same mop head for 20 years. <laughs> they bought one broom. We're not buying another. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah, I haven't been to the new spot. I don't know. I think it's classy. I think they like fixed it up. Yeah, which is a shame. You know, added some <laughs> wood on the walls. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it made it look like an old station wagon, like every bar. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is so funny that we're like, man, I just want bars. It'll feel like I got stabbed in any time. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, there's like a threat of violence. Yeah. Do you ever do like the playing pool? Do you ever gamble on pool? You ever do that? I never gambled on pool. I mean, I've played pool a little. Like, I'm okay at it. Yeah. Know? Did you have a pool table? No, I didn't. Okay. You I seemed like you might have grew up with a pool table. No, no, we didn't. We did have an air hockey table. Though. That was okay. Fun. Yeah, because the my you know reason for not wanting to play pool ever is whoever owned the pool table was way better at it. Well, yeah, of course, because they could actually play pool. Yeah, they're you know? practicing all the time, so it's just not fun to play. They're like, "You want to play pool? Not with you, dude." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna kick my ass, you know. Especially if they want to bet. No, I feel like it should be etiquette that if you are obviously better than all of your friends, you should not be allowed to bet. That's just not fair. Yeah. 
Yeah, pool's another one I never liked playing because you have to learn in public. And there's always some, like, fool shark after you that wants the table. And he's like, you're just doing it wrong, kid. Yeah, you've just described stand-up comedy, though, Ed. So I your guess. argument is <laughs> – I don't buy it. Your argument holds no water. Uh, I think it's more embarrassing to be bad at pool. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> you think bombing at pool is worse than bombing on stage? I'm not sure about that. Well, I feel like when you're bombing at an open mic, there's 30 other people that are bombing. When you're bombing playing pool, there's somebody decent waiting to go yeah. up. Yeah, no, you're right about that. That's true. Because you age out of doing open mics eventually if you're good, you know, good at comedy. You yeah. always still have to play pool in a pool hall you know or true. at a bar yeah that is true you you do reach a certain point as a comic where if you show up to an open mic like people are excited that almost never happens with pool yeah that's definitely <laughs> 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 oh man old three fingers here yeah yeah <laughs> ready to shoot a game yeah no i also feel like pool halls are one of the last like sort of like like i guess like cd places you know like because we really like are getting to a point where all the good cd spots really are just shutting down or one way or the other you know that's true because that like the i don't even know what to call them they're not even like hipster spots all those like brodo bars they always have bags and stuff but it's never really pool no yeah yeah very very few places down in shitty lodo do you see that but you definitely see a lot of like weird cornhole that's super popular um and then buck hunters and every single one of them somehow you said cornhole is that what you call it out in new york i guess so yeah you call it bags right in the win- in the midwest well because cornhole is dumb That's is that a different <laughs> game it's the same game well you call it cornholing someone if they're bent over and you kick them in their asshole that's what that is in the midwest do you really not call it cornhole <laughs> <laughs> i mean anybody i hung out with um, would always call it bags yeah you know? i think bags is probably a better word for it if we're being honest it's definitely a better word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, no, I get it. I understand. Yeah, you don't want it because, yeah, cornholing is already a different thing. So. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I get it. But all of those games, let's be honest, it's just boredom games, man. I mean, bowling is the same thing. Like, It's literally just like a thing to kill time because you don't want to actually have to talk to each other. Yeah, I do like bowling. Bowling's fun even if you're bad at it. Well, yeah, because you can always put the gutters up. Okay, you, you you a guy that always says the gutters is that is no, that is that what I we're wish. hearing? You heard it first here, everyone. <laughs> a, a man who's almost in his thirties still fucking with the gutters. <laughs> you know, I I was bowling with a kid like probably two years ago now, and the gutters were up, and I still only bowled like less than two hundred. You know, yeah. like right around there. You know, because <laughs> that's the thing about it is like as a society we all kind of shit on bowling, but it is actually like sort of hard it's very difficult <laughs> yeah, like it's, not, it's actually not that easy <laughs> like all the pros like they're actually living off of bowling money they're almost playing perfect every game yeah yeah it's yeah you're literally it literally comes down to like you missed one and that's it yep yeah what do you think it's like to be a professional bowler uh i would be very excited about all the glove sponsorships <laughs> <laughs> yeah the glove and the resin whatever that weird <laughs> stuff they like put on their fingers yeah absolutely yeah and then you probably a, have some really nice balls you get your balls paid for for sure yeah definitely you, <laughs> those balls have your name on it that's yeah. for sure yeah i guess if you're really into having your name on your own balls that's that's the way to do it they got they probably have shoe hookups that's got to yeah. be a thing. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine some of the baller-ass bowling shoes out there <laughs> that you can get if you're a professional bowler. That's tight. Right. And then when you're done with them, you just sell them to a ska band. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because both of those things are super hot, popular markets. Right now. <laughs> hey, man. How has there not been a bowling-themed ska band yet? <laughs> uh, there should be. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a ska-themed bowling alley now that we bring it up. Uh, see, that's another. We, we're coming up with some great ideas today, <laughs> so man. That's the most Denver idea I think we've had in a while. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's so okay. Here's what I'm imagining. So it's a it's a bowling alley that is ska-themed, 
and then attached to the bowling alley. Like it's one of you know how most bowling alleys have like the bar where you can walk into the bowling alley, but you can also just walk into the bar by itself. That's our dive bar where the staff is mean to you. It's all the same complex. Absolutely, absolutely. And then on Saturdays, they have nine-piece ska bands play, but they don't stop the bowling so yeah. the entire time. You can yeah. just hear strikes happening. Yeah, like literally the, the stage is directly above the bowling alley. Right. Like the, the band is actually like taking shifts. Like with the, if the horn player isn't playing, he's the guy resetting the pins. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's how you save money. And they're, every time they're like, do you think maybe we could start the show like after bowling? And they're like, no, that's no. how we get our money. Yeah, that's yeah, come on. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, the band is just kind of a little bit of an extra thing. Yeah, so that happens on Friday and Saturdays. And then <laughs> Sunday we do the exact same thing, but it's comedy. Yeah, absolutely. And then Monday through Thursday, anytime someone tries to come in, we're like, sorry, it's all league bowling. You can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we just run the bowling leagues in Denver. Yeah. God, yeah. Well, that's the change of a life, but it's not any sadder or it's not any worse or better, I think, than what we're doing now. That's true. Have you tried to bowl recently? Because if you try no. to bowl most most places at night, they'll be like, sorry, it's league night tonight. Because yeah. that's the only way they stay open Right. is just by having everything pre-booked forever. I mean, that makes sense. I can't blame them. No, it's been a long time since I've gone bowling. I kind of want to do it. Now, you remember candle or was it uh, candle pin bowling? Was like the... Like I don't know, we had a spot where like they would do the late night thing, where like they just like turn lights on, like like neon lights, and they. Is call that the that, smaller like, like ball thing? Yeah. And, yeah, the pins are all weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I never went to raves. Yeah, so. it's, well, <laughs> it was it's basically a bowling rave, is what it was. It was very weird. It's yeah. a very weird vibe. Absolutely, yeah. It's a, it's a rave for people who also like to play Legend of Zelda. You know. Yeah, kinda. That's kind of <laughs> the vibe, you know. Although I have to say, I think bowling on um, hard drugs would be uh, difficult. Yeah, I think I'd fuck that up, releasing the ball the wrong way. Yeah, dude. I don't think it would help. It seems dangerous, actually. It Definitely, someone's dangerous. letting it go backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I think a lot of those activities are like they're fun, but I don't know. I, I've never gotten super into it. I can't say. Yeah. Have you considered hatchet throwing? <laughs> Maybe that's your thing. Dude, that's been a very popular thing. No, in the before times, I kept saying I wanted to try that because there's like several of those that have opened. Yeah, and amazingly enough, none of them owned by ICP. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that for sure. <laughs> I don't. There could yeah. be uh No, dude, I, I have shadow to imagine investors. that somebody, if they haven't already done it, is at least discussed and are trying to open a ICP hatchet-themed hatchet bar. Yeah, it definitely has to happen. And the guy that runs it, his name is also Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it all, it, I, those places make sense because it seems really cheap to operate one of those. Oh, yeah. Once you get the all the hatchets, because yeah. you just got to keep sharpening them. Well, yeah, then, I think literally the only thing that's really going to cost you any money is the insurance. I got to imagine The insurance has to be outrageous. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey. Uh, there's hatchets yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's hatchets and alcohol. Someone. This is probably not going to end well at some point. That's true. That is odd that that is even allowed because there's no alcohol gun ranges, right? I mean, I le legally, there's definitely alcohol gun ranges. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, there's no way that there's, they're doing sober gun <laughs> ranges. That's crazy. I've never actually been to a gun range. You've been to a gun range? No, I I don't know. I've shot guns because I'm from the Midwest, and that's just, you have to. Yeah. I had paintball guns when I was a kid. Like, I had a BB gun, but, like, never any, like, serious heavy guns. That wasn't really. Yeah, I've only shot handguns, never, like, shotguns or yeah. hunting rifles People or anything. People are really into them. People who like guns really love guns. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it too much. It's too much power. 
power. I don't like responsibility. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I wish more people in America felt the way you felt. <laughs> that would solve a lot of our problems if people didn't want the responsibility. Right. You when you shoot a gun, you should have the reaction that like, oh, this is extreme. Like this is a big responsibility yeah. to be carrying. Yeah, this a around. lot of people don't feel that way. Yeah. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It would be funny if there was like a. Uh, like a gun range bowling alley combo kind of thing. You know, you just like go back and forth between them. Those pins are getting shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. People would love that. That would be super popular. Yeah, what happens when you shoot a bowling ball? Who wins, the bullet or the bowling <laughs> ball? <laughs> it seems like it, I don't know, man. Yeah, this it seems like it'd be really experience. bad. Okay. Well, uh, our next episode is going to be a Mythbuster themes one where we just shoot bowling balls, uh, which would be great audio content, right? Yeah, it'd be the best. I mean, that's <laughs> that's how we get our sound effects, just out there in the field. Yep, that's it. That's it right there. I don't know how I went a whole episode without uh, uh, using one of those. Uh, everyone should know, next couple episodes, going to be um, gun and sound effect themed, okay? So buckle up for that, everybody. We did it, everybody. We made it to the end of the episode, and it's very exciting because we actually have plugs. We have real live <laughs> plugs. Stuff is happening, everyone. It's coming up. Comedy is back. So we're back to doing Barnhouse Tap, comedy at Barnhouse Tap, and that is going to be every last Thursday. Every last Thursday. So May 27th. This may come out before then. Maybe not. We got Johnny uh, Johnny Bravstein from the Springs, which is very exciting. Uh, and then we're going to be at Dry Dock uh, quite a bit in the next year. We got June 19th, Dry Dock North coming up with uh, Lewis Johnson headlining, which is going to be excellent. Uh, July 20-something down on the South Dry Dock with AJ Finney. And then October 30th, we'll be at uh, North Dock, and that one's going to be wild. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're anywhere in the Denver metro, go to okringocomedy.com, and you can see a list of all those live shows. Yep, and then you can find us on social media as well. I am across platform at Harrison Graham. See ya. And I'm everywhere at Not Made for TV. See you next time, everyone.